0: acast powers the world's best podcasts
1: here's a show that we recommend
0: i'm Jesse Cruikshank, and i've always been told i have a face for podcasting so i launched a podcast It's called Phone a Friend because each week I'll break down the biggest stories in pop culture. But when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. I'll phone a royal watcher to find out why Prince Harry is acting like a real housewife. I'll phone a tween to please explain euphoria. And maybe I'll even phone a backstreet boy to find out if I still have a chance. I don't? Okay. New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Hello, it's Dave here. Uh, I'm wifeless today. Kathy is on maternity leave. Uh, Not from the podcast, from from work. And I like an absent father have decided <laughs> to go to the cinema uh, with special guest Dr. Stuart Higgins from Scientists Not the Science podcast Hey, how's it going? Yeah, yeah good to meet you Stuart no, again stu- well, um, we, we we've met already before. met yes uh, so for anyone who doesn't know which is probably everyone um, yeah. Stuart's podcast also won a British Podcast Award um, on the night of the British Podcast Award but we didn't meet then we met uh, at a later date we met
1: at We met at a podcasting thing afterwards that's yeah, right yeah, an event. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah it was good yeah um, yeah so, yeah, we've been dying to have you on for a movie that involves science in some way, so you can debunk it.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. so hopefully this will have lots of kind of, either, I'm hoping of two things. I'm hoping it's either going to have lots of great science in it, or science references, or it's going to have lots of really terrible science references. <laughs> I'm hoping for terrible science. Yeah, terrible's good. I want,
0: I want to come out of this movie, and I want you to tell me, Stuart, I want to say, that's impossible, that's impossible, that would never happen, and here's why. Okay. So no pressure. No pressure, yeah, but That's sure. exactly what I want. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess what sort of, a, do you want to give the, the listeners a sort of general overview of the kind of science that you do?
1: Yeah, so I am a, a research scientist at university. The research that I do is I basically make nanoscopic ne- beds of needles in which we can put cells on. Yep. So I take a very small bed of needles, thousandth of the width of human hair, really tiny little needles, put cells on top. And you can either inject medicine into the cells directly or see how the cell responds. Spoiler alert: they don't like being on top of needles. They don't. Well, who does? They're not a big fan of who it. does. No. So no. they're
0: just like us. Yeah, exactly. You've just, you've just made them so empathetic. Yeah, yeah. I feel for those little. So you're just. So your job is basically torturing cells, living cells, day in day out. I've, I've never used Have the I word torture. I mean, uh, that sounds awful. Um. <laughs> you're right. you're going to come to work tomorrow <laughs> and not be able to face it.
1: I know, yeah, it, will, it will suddenly get to me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's looking at how cells respond on the, the needles. So you oh, put them wow. in a very extreme environment, see what happens, you understand some of their biology.
0: I'd love to, like, pick your brains on the science of, like, Star Wars and midichlorians and all that. So that could be fun, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. be very good. That's yeah. for another time. Another because time. Because we're going to see Valyrian, colon, city of a thousand
1: planets. So, Is that thousand. actually
0: in the... The title? I don't know.
1: we on the wall. They've got just Valerian. Just they didn't Valerian, bother. Right? They didn't bother with the colon, which is
0: a shame because I'm. I think City of a Thousand Planets sounds cool. It sounds good. Right? Sounds awesome.
1: I think yeah. it's setting it up for the franchise. I think that's the idea. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which uh, might not happen. Because May not happen. Yeah.
0: This. I. Well, apparently this has done very. It's done pretty well, like worldwide, because yeah. Luc Besson, the director, uh, is smart, and he basically got the distribution network in every yeah. country in the world. Uh, we should also say this is apparently the most expensive French film ever made.
1: The most expensive indie ever made in Europe, $180 million. There you go, you've got yeah. your facts. Got my $180 facts. Million to make, was it? Yeah, uh, uh, budget. Uh, budget. Whatever. Yeah, budget. I I don't, I'm not sure what that means. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, that's pretty damn expensive. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping for, are you a fan of The Fifth Element?
1: I rewatched it for this. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, okay. I Man, did. you
0: really did your research. I did my You're research. You're me yeah. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I'm not a fan of that movie. I saw it years no. ago. What do you think?
1: It's got no substance. Yeah. It's just very, very visually Kind of bright and appealing, but there's just I just couldn't. I just found myself drifting it's away. Nothing
0: to grip onto. It's a bit no. too cartoony yeah. for me. Um, all the characters
1: are a bit, a bit stupid. They all kind of no character has any kind of. They have every character in the movie, which maybe is deliberate, has a moment where they kind of shrug and go, "Oh, that's a stupid thing. Oh, I don't want to do now."
0: <laughs> it's almost like the writers. <laughs> uh, you can hear they're giving up halfway through. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a real cult classic though people love the, the fifth element so I, I can imagine
1: if you, if you kind of grew up watching it and you grew up watching it with your mates or something I can see why that would happen it would have like the Big Lebowski effect or Airplane oh. one of those films that Wait, you know, hang on. What? hang on hang on Stuart what?
0: Are, you, are you having to go with the Big Lebowski and Airplane in one sentence
1: no 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 no. they're good examples okay, Airplane okay. is one of my all time favorite oh, movies I
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I, this is about almost the first time I would have had to kick someone off the podcast it's just been you walking home alone ba- <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah um yeah, no, I get, I get what you mean. It's like it's a, it's that sort of childhood effect of it being compounded by
1: nostalgia. Is that what you mean? I think so. It had to be, you know, what you're remembering is the film that you saw with your mates at a good time. Yes. Um, and maybe watching it kind of cold years later, it doesn't quite have the same effect.
0: Which um, I discovered recently is quite common with The Goonies. So mm. we, all of us who grew up with The Goonies loved it, tried to show The Goonies to someone new. They don't like it. Yes, yeah. I've found a few cases of that. Yeah. Anyway, we've got massively sidetracked. And as per usual, uh, we're late. So the building time was 15 minutes ago, we better go in. We'll see you on the other side of Valerian city of a thousand planets. Go on. <laughs> Welcome to Alpha, the city of a thousand planets. After centuries of peace and prosperity, an unknown force wants to destroy all we have created. Agents Valerian and Laureline, you have less than 10 hours to find the threat
1: and eliminate it.
0: let to get it to work. Alright, so we are just out of uh, Valerian. And the City of a Thousand Planets.
1: Yeah, and not, not a colon. There's that's, no colon. That's embarrassing. Yeah, well,
0: oh. um, I thought there was a colon as well, but yeah, they, as soon as the title <laughs> came up, we realised something was amiss. Yeah. And also, I didn't realise that Valerian is the name of the character, not the City yep. of a Thousand Planets. The City's
1: Alpha, the lead character is Valerian. Yes. Um, yep.
0: So firstly, um, when we got there, we were a little late. Um, I think they were sort of maybe a minute or so in. Uh, I nipped to the toilet, and uh, you experienced an interesting projector
1: error. Well, I came in, I, I, it's been a while since I've been in a 3D movie, and I put the glasses on, and I... Didn't do anything, and I could still see two images. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I've done something wrong. <laughs> maybe my eyes are broken. Well, I spent two minutes kind of taking the glass off and turning them round. I thought I got them on like the wrong way around I thought the lenses were wrong, and then I realised everyone else was doing the same. <laughs> and there was something wrong with the projector.
0: <laughs> so what? Yeah. Do you, they just were displaying the 3D wrong or inverted or something.
1: Uh, yeah, science fans. They, I reckon they hadn't oh, put the polarizer go. in. They hadn't put the polarizer in the projector. Uh, the so the won't do anything? Yeah. I
0: mean, I could have told you that. Yeah. Get the polarizer in there, guys. Um. <laughs> So yeah, so we got to watch the opening uh, minute of this film twice. We did once, <laughs> yeah.
1: once in kind of twice on the screen, and once normally. <laughs> yeah. Good.
0: Um, all right, I, I might just give a quick synopsis um, of what this film is about because I realised we didn't really do that at the beginning. So, it's basically a big sci-fi epic about two secret agents. One called Valerian, as it turns mm. out, played by Dane DeHaan. And then the other, his partner, was it Lorelei? Laurel? L- Loreline. Loreline, uh, played by Cara Dele- Delevingne. Uh, maybe they just hired her because she sounded like the character name already. It could have been like um, yeah.
1: Nominative Determinism, whatever. You become your name. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that sounds like. You become your own name.
0: Dr. Stewart, you are paying dividends already. <laughs> well, you become your own name.
1: That's, that's the idea. You know, it's like you, your name is like, uh, you know and you become a cobbler That's that's the idea. Oh, amazing! Yeah. Okay,
0: um, well, <laughs> See, I'm learning already. Uh, so yeah, there's see, it's like sort of it's set what uh, 400 years from now. Uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of like uh, years flashed up at the beginning. There a lot so of years, a lot track. of a
1: lot of scene setting at the start. Yeah, yeah it was
0: like it starts with. Uh, we won't do any spoilers yet, but it starts with 1975. They go into space. 2005. We're still in space. Uh, 2100
1: still in space still in
0: space yep. uh, and then uh, oh we met some aliens and then 400 years later so I couldn't keep all that math in my head I don't know Are yeah, we up
1: to 26th century maybe something like that yeah I, I, I didn't really notice ages in the future yeah.
0: so whatever they're secret agents there's a big mission uh, stuff happens that's the, that's the plot <laughs> basically it isn't yeah. it um, so Stuart what did you what did you think of that
1: uh, so generally visually I loved it same I thought it was kind of—it's it, really—it's really vibrant. Um, it's just really colourful. There's lots of colours, isn't it? there. I really It's really amazing to look at. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And and you know the level of detail and the level of elements going on in every scene, the, the complexity of the CGI was really impressive.
0: And pretty. Um, like I think we're at a stage with CGI now where it was looked. I won't say realistic because. It's completely the opposite of realism because it was all fantasy, but it looked uh, almost tactile. You know, words, it's just a far cry from Jar Jar Binks and floaty things. Yeah. You could see that $180 million on the screen, I thought.
1: You could, and you could, and the, 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 the characters of the, the pearls. For a moment at the start, I couldn't work out whether these characters were kind of human with CGI or fully CGI. I think they were fully CGI, but there was actually a moment where the, the kind of skin textures and things are really realistic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they, and but they were quite good performances I thought. Those, what were they called the pearls at the Pe- beginning? Pearls, yeah. Yeah. Um yes yeah, same I I I thought it was a treat to look at and I thought the I re, I kind of really liked this this movie. Yeah. Uh yeah I mean it's hugely problematic. There were um, there are a lot of problems with this movie. So many problems. There are a lot of problems with like this movie. The yeah. screenplay needed to be thrown out. Yeah. Uh, And somebody else needed to come in. A
1: lot of stereotypes from previous decades, I felt. Yeah, Yeah. um, a lot lot of of, uh, stereotypes.
0: It's sort of it's it's a shame Kathy didn't come with us because I think she would have had a lot to say about the gender politics.
1: I mean, I yeah, I mean, I fell out of love with them with one of the characters pretty quickly, like within Valyrian. Oh, a, yeah. Within the opening scene, within oh, he, his first scene, I instantly hated him.
0: <laughs> well, let's talk about him because I'm with you. He was terrible. He's just awful. He's Dane, an awful human being. He's What's he supposed to be? Uh, Dane DeHaan sort of plays him... Um, I swear he was like doing a Keanu Reeves impression. Yeah. Like, it was almost like this sort of... Yeah, yeah very much, hey, uh, yeah. I'm
1: still. So... Oh, I felt, I felt like um, Bill and Ted. I, at one point, I was thinking of Bill and <laughs> yeah. Ted. That was the... It's
0: this sort of... Californian surfer laid back thing yeah But he's putting on it sounds like he was putting on a voice yeah like hey I, I don't care about that because I'm Valerian and, and I, I love you and I thought that was
1: going to be the joke yeah like, it I thought was, that was a gonna joke. be I thought it was going to be the kind of oh they're being kind of slightly ironic he's playing this kind of kind of real stereotype of a character and and things will change there'll be you know development around that but, <laughs> yeah. but no no he just stayed the same yeah he just stayed uh, the same
0: i mean there was yeah there was sort of lip service paid to to a character arc at the very end where there was yeah. a throwback to a line at the beginning but yeah largely he was just i mean what it's hard to pick out anything definable about his character except he tells you very explicitly at the beginning uh, during like scenes of exposition what's your problem, babe? I'm a seven-star major. I've fought 1,000 <laughs> battles. I've killed 260,000 dudes and uh, 16 completed
1: missions. He
0: lists off his service record even though that's his partner who he's talking yes, to. Yes, who
1: clearly knows that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've worked with him for many years. Like, it, it, the, the exposition. Oh, my... god. Oh, yeah. very clunky. The, the very exposition clunky. in this movie. Wow. What, another one of my favourite ones
0: was when they, uh, they arrived to the aforementioned Alpha city of a thousand oh planets. yeah
1: yeah yeah and, and they had to ask Alexa was it the name of their ship I, I, I essentially like sort of, <laughs> it was Amazon Alexa it was basically Amazon Alexa the name of their <laughs> ship okay, Alexa can you basically tell us everything about the, the, the setup for this scene and for the rest of the movie please it, it sounded like Alexa that was so
0: funny and uh, it did sound like a. Like, it it essentially, like lecture. was for all intents and purposes, very subtle product placement. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So t- t- they're they're basically going home. It's like if your sat nav. Yeah. Uh, told like told you everything about your house. Welcome
1: back to your house. Your house has two <laughs> stories, four yeah. rooms. It was built in the 1970s. You don't like your landlord. You know, it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. it it's really weird. So clunky. Yeah. But
0: but the worst thing was the characters were encouraging it. So they were like. Hmm, interesting. Tell it's me more, more specifically me- <laughs> about this detail that will be handy later on in the film. <laughs> Awful. Um, oh dear. But you know what? Despite, despite <laughs> yeah. how bad yeah. all of that was, I kind of just loved it.
1: I know. That's uh, the weird thing.
0: I d- just found it. I found it really fun. Um yeah. In inventive. I thought there was. There's a lot of invention in here.
1: The, the scene in the market is. Brilliant. Yeah. This, the market scene is, is absolutely sublime.
0: I would say, um, I th- we'll, we'll give minor sort of details about what this is. It's essentially um, a giant shopping mall with a thousand shops uh, where tourists go to visit, but it's in another dimension. So to see it and touch things in it, you're in a giant desert, but you have to wear sort of virtual goggles to interact Can kind with of it.
1: You augmented reality or some nice kind of throwbacks to kind of current technology, yeah. you know, looking through. Your glasses, and it's showing you extra information and stuff. Last nice bit of current tech.
0: It felt very sort of uh, yeah, re- like I felt very easy to understand. And yeah, it did. Yeah. That's the kind of that's what sort of was disappointing about this movie. The, the, there's some guy yeah, shouting let's do, here. Yeah, let's yeah, move let's, away let's from walk here. Away that way. Uh, we're just walking through the central of London uh, here at the moment, but there's the dialogue and the story setup was so clunky. But in other areas, I thought they introduced the tech so seamlessly because they yeah. just showed it to you yeah. and, and very quickly explained like because they had a lot to get through in that scene it's like yeah, oh yeah. you put your hand in this thing and then your hand's in another dimension but you just press this button to get it out and it's kind of like yeah fine I get it Yeah, it was, uh, it was
1: very easy there was no kind of mind bendingness of oh how could that possibly work that like, you're easy straight in yeah that makes sense that'll do
0: and a lot of it was just very very visual Yeah, like instant, and even the opening scene where you're meeting this new world and it's all fantastical. It was all just very like, this is it, accept it. Um, So it's kind of a very, it's a weird, conflicted movie. Really, it did half of it was done really well, and the other half was done. Yeah,
1: it felt like there were some really good people working on this movie, and And they were all in the technical department. I don't know. Yeah, they were. They (laughs) maybe weren't. They were all in one or two departments, and maybe (laughs) some of the other departments could have done with them as well. Like, it, it, it is really weird because it was visually. You know, stunning. Um, there are moments that are genuine, genuinely quite, not laugh out loud funny, but it's quite enjoyable. They're pleasant. There's some really nice scenes. Unintentionally and intentionally. Unintentionally as well, yeah. yeah. Um, and things like the market scene where they, they're doing clever things that you don't see that often. They're like using the. Getting proper mental health care can help you feel more like you. That's why Cerebral offers convenient access to online mental health services, including therapy and medication management. Cerebral's diverse clinician team can help with anxiety, insomnia, relationship issues, workplace stress, and more. You can schedule and communicate with your care team through Cerebral's mobile app and attend your sessions from the comfort of your own home. Get started with or without insurance. Plus, you can use your FSA or HSA. Start your first month for 50% off at Cerebral.com slash ACAST using the kind of the sci-fi world they've set, the rules they've given in their world, and they're using it to good effect cinematically. They're kind of jumping between moments yes. and and doing clever stuff with the, the the rules they've set themselves.
0: Exactly. They they, they give you all the rules of this world, and then they created a scenario. That whole it's essentially a heist. That whole thing was very very well put yeah. together and really really entertaining. Yeah. I thought that was pretty much worth the price of admission alone. Well. Maybe not uh, the
1: normal London cinema prices. Yeah, maybe <laughs> a kind of reduced kind of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <If you laughs> like a student if you discount kind of price. price. Yeah, yeah something like that, it. yeah.
0: I would say, yep, yeah, it's a tricky one because I probably wouldn't recommend this paying full price for this experience. I don't know Would you come out sort of narratively satisfied, but yeah. it's definitely one I think people should watch. If you're anyway inclined uh, towards sci-fi, there's some great ideas in here if you can just get past the sort of laughable dialogue and plot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: and there's a lot. Of, I mean, I should also say there's a lot of throwbacks. There's a lot of tropes, like classic sci-fi tropes, and there's a lot of stuff that people were recognising, not all of that good as well. In thinking about in terms of stereotypes as well, there's a lot of cliches in there.
0: Yeah, yes. there was a lot. There's a lot of references to like, uh, oh, uh, you, you're a lady, ladies first, and all this. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I this don't kind of... like your driving because you're a lady. And there's a, there's
1: a, there's a uh, I mean, no, it's not really a spoiler, but there's a scene where they basically. Get Cara uh, Delevingne to try on dresses. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's a scene. Which uh,
0: I'll admit, I got, I got a chuckle out of. uh, (laughs) And and they were trying to make me laugh, and they made me laugh. But you're right; it's all rooted in, in very dated uh, stereotypes. It felt like an old man. It felt like like an old man to do
1: it. it. Yeah, it really did, and it, it felt like you know having watched, rewatched Fifth Element. Ahead of this, there like hasn't really progressed. It, in those there wasn't two decades. really much that changed in terms <laughs> of the kind of you view, worldview there. You know,
0: such a shame, really. You feel like if Luc Besson just worked with a talented uh, sort of script doctor, yeah, or something, this could have been punched the, off really the, nicely. If
1: they, with the right, yeah, with the right script, the, the, all the elements are there: the the settings, the scenes, the the, the world they've created. the sci-fi elements it's it's brilliant it's it's poised to be something really great yeah and it's let down by either there are moments where i was thinking oh this is just a joke they're kind of parodying the form oh no wait they're not you know it's it's like (laughs) that's the kind of like oh no that's literally where the plot is going that's just the plot (laughs) it's just that simple like um
0: before we move on to spoiler street uh we i do want to get some of your insight on any of the scientific aspects of this was there anything that sort of stood out to you as interesting or really stupid?
1: Um, do you know what? In general, it, was, it wasn't it was too bad. So I, I will confess, I read the film's website beforehand to look at the characters and oh, see what films they're... Oh, still they're, have websites, do they? Uh, yeah, it had a website. Yeah. It's got a, it's got a <laughs> VR website. Um, oh, right. Yeah. That's kind of cool. There, so there's a plot around a creature that can replicate things. Yeah. Um, which you can't do, unfortunately. Oh. So we're gonna, <laughs> no, no, no. Replicator, probably. So you can, you know, we could say like a 3D printer is a replicator. So it's great if you want to take your thing and recreate it in plastic. Yeah, knock yourself <laughs> out. But the idea that you know a creature could take in an object, analyze it perfectly, and then re- recreate it. Oh, yeah. And. Just and to go into
0: some minor detail about what the creature does. It kind of shits it out. Right? <laughs> it really does. It's, you give you it really feed it does. something and it, it shits out multiple it. copies of it.
1: Yeah, and it, I mean to be fair, the animation it, it gives it an amazing. You've got to watch it really closely. Its eyes when it does that, it's really funny. <laughs> it kind of like its eyes kind of widen as it kind of squeezes out whatever it's replicating. Yeah, because um, it's taking a shit. Yeah, it's it's really <laughs> really quite funny. Um, yes, yeah, so that was a bit. There was, but then they threw away a lot of characters very quickly, and and they introduced, introduced a lot of characters at the start when they arrive in the city, but we never see them through the films. There was something about some kind of doctor characters that can heal you and stuff and some IT characters. Oh, there's, an, there's a whole... I don't even remember. There's a, there's a whole scene where they... When they fly in, they, I ask Alexa to tell them about the city. Oh, yeah. They, all, the, all the exposition. Scene, all the exposition. And nothing scene. paid off. And it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, are we just setting this up for, for the sequel? Because that's, that's that's what that feels like.
0: I kind of loved all that. I mean, we were joking about how bad the exposition was. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. But I loved... It, the whole thing felt fleshed out like it really it?
1: did i mean and to be fair on it what it is doing is it's it's saying to you no look we thought about this this is a real city you can really buy into this yeah. it's got all these different characters and that was fun i loved like, all i wanted that. to buy into that world i, I really loved wanted i love all the to. aliens i yeah. watched
0: more things set in this universe
1: yeah it's a great tv series basically it was oh, like wasn't a, it? That'd yeah, be a really it'd be amazing. good kind of sci-fi yeah.
0: um, except you know who was the biggest letdown was all the humans yeah um, so yeah. you had um, well let's just move on to Spoiler Street because I want to kind of get into some nitty gritty yeah um, alright so we're moving on to spo- I say Spoiler Street we're just walking around in circles Spoiler at, Fountain at the moment we're in this we're tra- spoiler fountain. We're Trafalgar Square by the lights spoiler lights we are in Trafalgar Square, Square. I mean, if ever there was a more prestigious place to talk about <laughs> a stupid movie it's right here um, so spoilers now for Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets I just love that title. yeah Um Clive Owen was clearly the bad guy from the moment yeah. he, he stepped into the yeah. screen, right?
1: Yeah, he, yeah, he was.
0: Like, <laughs> I swear he was just throwing shade around the <laughs> second he got there. Uh, he, he, was, he, like, he said something suspicious to his robots, yeah. which was also a, a flagged a million miles and, away. and the robots look evil. You know, oh, they, you know they're evil robots straight
1: away. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs>
0: they've been designed, yeah. they're streamlined black. Yeah, uh, and he basically said something to them before we were supposed to know he's a bad guy, which was like, "Don't forget to uh, execute do, the do, kill do, order <laughs> you know if it all goes wrong." was yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, well, you're a bad guy then. Yeah. Um, so really, I thought the plot was a basically a huge letdown.
1: But it was. It was. That's what really, you know, especially towards the end of the movie, as to the plot, just you just went, "Oh, this is really just not giving me anything that I want no. in the story." You no, know, like
0: there was no surprises. No. Uh, where they got to was where exactly where we thought they were going to end up. Yeah. It was clear that those aliens were living peacefully in the radiation zone. Yeah. like every everything was signposted so heavily. Yeah. It was just completely blah.
1: There was a scene where I think there was a point where we both started laughing because they just kept reinforcing what they just kept telling us again and again what had happened. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah we get it. <laughs> the
0: Cliveon. That was the the Cliveon reveal. The Cliveon reveal. Valerian and, and Laureline. Are uh, are basically telling him back to him exactly what he did. Yeah. So you tried to cover up the you you you
1: executed the order and all... you tried to cover it up
0: and you kill everyone who did it like, with, with yes. flashbacks
1: with flashbacks <laughs> yes. to really hammer home exactly what had happened just in case you know telling us three times wasn't enough. So funny. Yeah.
0: But that's what I love. I love that stuff. I kind of it was it was
1: this movie was so bad it was good and also so good oh, it was good I'm not sure I'm not sure it's bad enough to be that good I don't know I well, think it's, at times that, it was it sort of dipped in in its at times it was it that. dipped and yeah. there were times we were chuckling away because it was that bad but it was I feel like it had to be another level of bad to become good again and it wasn't quite it wasn't quite there enough. Yeah, fair enough,
0: yeah. enough. I, I, um, it's such a mixed bag such an interesting film it is an interesting like, film you don't see th- you don't you don't see movies like this anymore. It was such a huge gamble, wasn't yeah.
1: it? Yeah, yeah, and, and it, it wasn't
0: it, a Marvel movie.
1: No, yeah, exactly. But it was, you know, and, and clearly you could, the money's gone on the CGI. You know, it's it yeah. is visually spectacular, and and it, you know, maybe the polls remind me a little bit of Avatar, and kind of, you know, agreed. Uh, and there are, you know, the story is essentially humans done wrong um, and blew up a planet. A, oh, hang on, uh, yeah. yeah also Avatar you're right yeah, yeah. you know like <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <and laughs> oh hang on yeah uh, apparently uh, I, I read beforehand apparently he, when uh, Luc Besson saw Avatar he stopped work on the script for Valerian because he thought oh, it was too good he thought the CGI graphics were so good that he couldn't that he couldn't top it he couldn't top it then and had to wait for I assume money but oh. I would wait for it to come well, become fair enough again. I think he caught yeah. up I think well. he did I mean the, I, I, it is a beautiful movie to look at it really is yeah um the problem is
0: James Cameron has also been working for the last eight years yeah. on his Avatar sequels which yeah. are probably going to come out and look ten times as good as that
1: yeah and, and it just it, it's just the, the plot you just know where it's going straight away you really know each element you know what the how it's going to resolve and, and I really didn't like the so that you know the the, the love thing which was Ugh. oh God. like so, nothing
0: landed there didn't believe any of it
1: no but so the you know the idea is essentially that he's he's kind of He's a bit of a kind of player. He's kind of... We, we 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 get to see everyone he slept with, essentially, at the start of the movie yeah. on his play playlist, list, which is, like, horrible. What does, that, what does that mean? It's just really horrible. But and what then, is a
0: pl- a playlist? Is it is? <laughs> I don't understand how that word is used in this context. Yeah. Because that's for movies or... Anyway, sorry. Maybe you can share it with your friends or something. I don't know. Or something. It's just <laughs> really horrible.
1: Really, really horrible. Um, And he's... Essentially asking her to marry him, right? We are on a spoiler track I can see what this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah right. go for it. Yeah. Fine, so he asks her to marry him at the start and and but the whole start scene is basically the fact that he's an idiot and she doesn't really like him. <laughs> yeah. And then by the end of the movie, ah, surprise. She might she likes him and But nothing has changed. Yeah, it's married, but nothing <laughs> like, has changed. He they, hasn't They changed. haven't enough time to talk in the movie. They've been too busy <laughs> no. doing their jobs to have Really developed, as, and clearly they've done this kind of stuff before, and it hasn't changed. So, like,
0: the problem is you don't buy into their history. You don't no. buy into the history of the characters. The, they're, they're
1: too shallow as characters. They exactly. really are. They're far too shallow. But
0: they also didn't seem experienced. They, they no. seemed like they, I think that they're, they're they're cast too young. They're supposed yeah. to be these yeah, yeah. sort of uh, grizzly warrior types. who have seen it all, but uh, like they're in their twenties.
1: You and you kind of they walk into these scenes where they're kind of being. Salute or doing military things, and you kind of think, "Hey, why are you? Why are they getting respect? I don't believe that you'd have respect at that age." They're like,
0: essentially children, yeah, because everyone else in the room was in their sixties. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here's another thing: I actually think Cara Delevingne, um, I thought she was terrible in Suicide Squad, um, but I actually think I actually think she was pretty good in this. I quite, I just about bought her. I thought she sort of she held her own there but Dane DeHaan before going in I would have said is the more accomplished actor because I've seen yeah. him in some some great roles I think he's really he's a really interesting sort of uh, intense
1: actor Th- but he's miscast in this this role did not do it for him at all no he's no. not
0: he's not a charismatic uh, roguish lead which is what that character is you need a Chris Pratt or someone basically and that would be too close to Guardians of the Galaxy but yeah. you know what I mean you need that just a dick he's, he's just a dick just really a dick, a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah I don't know that's I don't know what else to. you got anything else you want to sign off with I think um, kind of
1: I think I think we have I feel like you know again you know uh, all the elements are there all the ingredients are there it's a beautiful world it's a beautiful setting I was buying into that. I love the tricks they play with the rules of the world they set up. You know, really clever scenes. The market scene, really, really clever. Just the just the character, the plot is just awful and I didn't yeah. believe the main characters and I didn't like um, a lot of the kind of really cliched stereotypes that were kind of going throughout the movie. I guess, yeah, it's... it's
0: The story is dog shit, but the incidents are fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, the element... There's some, there are some really great scenes yeah. in there. Really, really even in the scenes.
0: middle, when the story just goes off the walls, it's just... That, like there's a whole subsection where she's like she touches a butterfly and then it's a yeah. fishing hook and then suddenly she's oh been taken in by cannibals and,
1: and that's all quite good fun and it like, was quite fun. silly and, and you know and things like him like he's going to shoot the spaceship he's locked onto the spaceship the missile goes the spaceship splits into lots of little spaceships it's quite yes, clever nice. Like it's, it's nice little tricks that kind of Absolutely. things you don't expect it's kind of nice
0: I like that so so it's rare you can go to a sci-fi movie and be like oh I've never seen that before Yeah. Um, which I got several times throughout of this so I think it's kind of a win in that regard do you know what I wish I wish like because I think Guardians of the Galaxy I love those movies and they're great fun but you don't ever get a sense of that universe as like where
1: everything is or what the no.
0: th- what the politics of everything is, and I never understood any of the alien races or the bad guys. But you, what you get is a great sense of the characters, and they're great fun, and the dialogue is snappy. I feel like if you took those elements of Guardians of the Galaxy and plugged it into the world of Valyrian, yeah, you'd have the best movie ever made. So
1: nice. it, it, it's close it's just not there it's just really you no know, it's just not there it's at the so disappointing isn't it when I you could just
0: see see how close he was yeah <laughs> alright um, Stuart um, tell uh, tell the lovely Cinemile people where you can uh, where they can find more of your podcast
1: yeah so I do a podcast about where I interview scientists but not about science there is no technical stuff there is no sciencey detail I just talk about culture and things like uh, a lot of scientists are really like insecure that's what I concluded. like about
0: your podcast, that I can understand it.
1: It's, it's meant to be, it's not, you know, it's deliberately not meant to be science communication. It's meant to be kind of like, hey, we're humans too. <laughs> that's, that's literally it. Not just people in white lab coats. It's codes. literally like, yeah, yeah. they are kind of like, yeah, we're all, we're all terrified as well, walking <laughs> through this world. <laughs> that went deep, I apologize. That went a bit deeper than I was expecting. Um, it's not quite that deep, it's a bit more lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that's just you screaming it's just into a me, microphone just me screaming <laughs> to void white noise yeah um, so it's, it's called Scientists, not the science uh, you can find it online not sci-not sci com.
0: great and check it out it's very very good i really enjoy it and an uh, award winning podcast thank you yeah, I, well, well, yeah. Uh, Stuart Doct- I feel like i just i feel like i want to call you dr higgins every <laughs> i feel there's this impulse to call you doctor because it just gives you such stature um Dr. Stuart Higgins thanks very much for, for coming on and thanks for your insight um, Kathy will return to <laughs> normal service at some stage uh, you can check us out on at the Cinemile on Twitter or check us out on Facebook or Instagram please subscribe to us on ACAST iTunes or whatever you listen to your podcasts on and give us a quick review if you if you have a minute because it really does help um, we are. We've just did about twenty five laps of, uh, the of the fountain in Trafalgar yeah. Square, uh, and I think it's time to go. I'm not very good. Kathy's Candy, usually better at telling me to shut up. I don't know when to stop. I, I mean, you <laughs> Tell me Just shut up, Stuart.
1: Um, shut up.
0: <laughs> if you say so.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: ACAS powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What do you do when no one else is watching? What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Arfin, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into. We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com